Welcome to episode seven of Concentrated, the podcast about movies, comics, shows, and all the other cool stuff we feel like talking about. Uh, from like the spitting on the microphone, <laughs> like spitting on the microphone <laughs> from the perspective of nerds of color. Um, I'm Maria, your host, and as always, I am here with my co-host Eric, who is here not spitting on the microphone. <laughs> He's clearly spitting on the microphone, and Manira. Hi. <laughs> All right, so now that we're finally over our Game of Thrones hangover, I know, I know, just to recap, if you didn't listen to episode six, go listen to it. Um, Today, we're going to be offering you guys some show recommendations um, for some summer shows that are coming up to fill that void. Yay! Uh, But first, it is time for Eric Does the News. This is news. <laughs> Got three stories as usual, all movie related. Well, one is show related, but no deaths. No deaths, thankfully. Hmm. Fingers For crossed. Once. Knock on wood. <laughs> I don't know what this table's made of. It looks like wood. Um, first up, Sonic the Hedgehog, which we might have talked about on the show before about how nightmare inducing it was, <laughs> has been delayed. Um, Yay! It's being delayed until Valentine's Day next year, 2020. Um, they're <laughs> basically redesigning the character <laughs> because everyone. Hates it and thinks it looks like a lanky toddler in a in a uh, onesie pajama. It is creepy. Accurate. Yeah. So they're redesigning it. They're also adding the white gloves, which everyone was upset about, which I'm pretty happy about because it. I'm looking at a screenshot right now and it's still making me kind of cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. So that's being delayed. February 14th, okay. 2020. Perfect Valentine's Day movie. Right. Why <laughs> Valentine's Day? Like, please tell me you, you can give some insight on typically, why the fuck we would go see that on Valentine's Day. Well, typically that's when movie studios will put out. Between January and February, they put out movies that they don't expect to make a lot of money. Oh. So pushing it to February is not a good sign. It's a good sign that they're going to redesign the character, but now they have a lot less faith in it, making a lot of money. So a lot of times you'll put out a movie like that in January, February, Hoping that it, you know, at least breaks even, and then you'll you might be surprised if it becomes a, a big boom. Like uh, famously, one of the most uh, the biggest movies that came out in January that no one expected was the first Taken movie with Liam Neeson. Oh. It had come out in uh, in Europe a few months prior, and then when they brought it to America, they were just like, "All right, we'll drop this in January. No one will give a shit." And it came out, and it was a huge hit in America because it was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. because people like seeing old men beat up vague Europeans and Algerians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's that's news. So happy Valentine's Day, twenty twenty. You know what you're taking your date to see. Oh, you know. Shout out to all of those Sonic fans that were so excited about this movie. Shout out to the kids who will be uh, conceived after seeing this movie <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> the two of them. Congratulations. <laughs> your parents hate you. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense though, because nothing says "let's get in the mood." Like watching a little blue fucking hedgehog, <laughs> hedgehog run around grabbing up rings. Like, yep, he's gonna does well, it for me. Everyone <laughs> knows Jim Carrey. That's that's what gets him. Oh my god, the panty dropper, Jim Carrey. He oh my god, move on. Says it on his business card. <laughs> All right, um, a little bit happier news: the uh, TV uh, adaptation of Jim Henson's *The Dark Crystal* is coming out finally. <gasps> On Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So is it going to be just the movie or is it going to be no, a show? No, it's a, it's a show. It's a series on Netflix. <gasps> okay. Yeah. That is so that exciting. Is exciting. It's, it's, I think it's supposed to be like a mini series. So are we getting creepy puppets or what are, what are they doing? Yep. Uh, the director, Louis Letier, who also directed a Taken movie, he directed mm-hmm. Taken 2, 
He also directed The Incredible Hulk. He directed the Now You See Me movies. He is the director of this series, and he was very adamant about not having a lot of CG. He wanted as many puppets as he could. Ooh. So um, the screenshots have been released online of the, the first um, photos from the set, and it looks amazing. Some of these I did think were CG, but they are wow. all puppets. Yeah, Eric, Eric has it up on the screen now while we're talking, and it is even creepier than it was when mm-hmm. I was a kid. This is amazing. Yeah. And a, a pretty all-star cast to go along with it, including uh, Taryn Egerton from uh, The Kingsman and the, the newly released um, Rocket Man, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, who will eventually be in The New Mutants, but was also in um, Unbreakable, not Unbreakable, but uh, Glass and Split. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones, Helena Bonham Carter, Natalie Dormer, also from Game of Thrones. So you, you got a pretty oh, wow. strong cast. I love that you didn't say Helena Bottom Carter <laughs> in her list of things. <laughs> if you don't know who Hel- Helena Bottom Carter is, then like. Bellatrix Lestrange. Go kill yourself because no. you should know who she is. <laughs> Bellatrix Lestrange, numerous Tim Burton movies. Right, every mm-hmm. single Tim Burton Fight movie. Fight Club, mm-hmm. you know. Tim She's Burton an movies icon. To, she really she is. is. Yeah, to yeah. varying degrees of success with Tim Burton, but. The least I say about Tim Burton, the better. It's that weird British bitch, y'all. That's like if you don't if you don't know any of these movies, just if you've seen a movie and there's this weird British chick, and you're like, oh, I've seen this same weird bitch in something else. Kinda it's has her a big head. She mm. does have a big head yeah. and big hair, and I yeah. love her. I love ratty every hair. bit of that mm-hmm. big. I think it's ratty more because she has like such a tiny body. Her head, she's got that she, weird like. Yeah, blow she pop looks like she barely she weighs kinda, eighty-five pounds. Yeah. she's playing Margaret in um, The Crown. The next huh. part, like the Ooh. upcoming crown, I know. Margaret's nice. my favorite princess. She's uh, a hot mess. Okie dokie. And my final bit of news is probably a bit of divisive news. Um, we are getting an Akira live action movie. It is being directed <laughs> by Thor Ragnarok, What We Do in the Shadows, and Hunt for the Wilder People's Takia Watiti. So <laughs> I'm a little happy there. It is coming out summer 2021, <laughs> May 21st, 2021. I just want everyone to know that it's not me breathing hard like I usually am about something. It's Maria. <laughs> okay. So I'm just, I just have to, I have to get this out, y'all. This is, this is my circle of trust. Akira was the first, like, big girl comic that I ever read. I read it in the seventh grade on the recommendation of Nicholas Patel, this Indian kid in my class. Shout out to him. He's probably a doctor somewhere because he's hella smart. She means manga before your fucking heads explode. I'm sorry. (laughs) What do you mean, comic? It's a manga. Sorry, y'all. I apologize. It's the same fucking thing. (laughs) But to that point, it is the first... How dare you? You read them right to left. (sighs) Get out of here, you Philistine. You know nothing. I'm a Philistine who listened to a little Indian boy to read this book, and it blew my little seventh grade mind. I love Akira and if they fuck this live action movie up I am burning some shit down I'm not gonna need Eric to rat me out because I'm gonna stand there with the motherfucking matches and the can of gas like who gonna check me boo fuck what you heard do not mess up Akira (sighs) that whole speech that's the reason why we have these, because it was very spitty. Spit guard. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. No, I mean, because I no, can see I it now. It. Like, oh, my God, if they fuck up Tetsuo. Oh, 
See? Okay. okay. Here, hey, here. guys. It was a live look at Maria being Manera. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Here's a couple of things that might soothe your nerd rage. Takia Watiti has said the movie will take place in Neo-Tokyo. Earlier versions of the script were supposed to be taking in uh, place in Neo-New York when it was still being um, talked about having Leonardo DiCaprio in the film. <gasps> okay, he sorry. has also said that he will <laughs> not... He's going to avoid whitewashing controversies by casting people of color, mostly Asian characters, in the film. Thank you. Yeah. Because if you ever read the original manga, manga, there were no <laughs> fucking white people. Well, because it took place in Tokyo, <sighs> Neo Tokyo. Sorry. All right. I feel, I feel a little better. <laughs> I think that I will be able to contain myself until next summer, but I stand. By my earlier statement, I said what I said. I will burn some shit down. I'll well, have the matches for you, baby. No worries. With with okay. a, a May twenty first, twenty twenty one release date, that means we'll probably see something. We'll probably have a big trailer for next year's Comic Con because that's where you want to put it out. Okay. All right. And I again, I, I trust what TT. He's uh, never no. led me wrong. Listen, I I that. <sighs> That that is encouraging. I'm not going to sit here and say that it isn't, but like when we when we originally heard the whisperings of what was going to be done with Ghost in the Shell before they ever confirmed any of the casting, we did also have the same type of optimism, and then we saw what happened. I just don't trust Hollywood when it comes to. These stories that should just never have white characters in them. You I mean find these stories that are specifically Japanese. Yes, they are. They 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 are more Japanese than fucking sushi. And Hollywood is like, yeah, let's switch this shit up. Like, I'm just, I'm so scared that they're going to try to find a way to insert some random ass white new character into the story because we need white people here. And listen, I, I love, I love my white brothers and sisters. But you just don't fucking belong in a Japanese manga story about fucking Japanese characters in Neo Tokyo. What? <sighs> All right, I think I'm no. done. Everyone, <laughs> okay, now everyone I'm done. knows white people can insert themselves anywhere. That's mm-hmm. what they do. That's just their, you know, we're All white. Right. We belong here. Okay. Manifest destiny. All yep. right. So, Eric, is that, I, I will <clears throat> give you credit over the last couple of weeks. This is probably uh, the happiest news that you've given us overall which means you're listening to that's because no one has died except our <laughs> childhoods <laughs> facts all right well i appreciate it i no, like a happy news no listen i love happy news eric you keep them happy stories coming that's that's all i got for now <laughs> all right well moving right along um as y'all know like or you may not know I'm into everything, but I do not even remotely pretend to watch a quarter of the TV um, that other people hear that won't be named. Manera. Um, watch. So it's only two other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I think we should just jump right in. Uh, Manera, what, what should our listeners be looking forward to watching now with the summer seasons? Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, a few things are coming back. I watch Claws, Big Little Lies, Pose. Uh, Claws, if you're not watching, you need to. Uh, Big Little Lies, not for everyone. It's a lot of white women problems, but it's actually really good once you get past that. Um, And Pose, I mean, 
drag queens actually getting their due and I it's it's just it's good television prepare to cry you're going to cry at pose and it's it's a cry that people are horrible we're horrible they mm. just we just are but it's good but these it's good but this is it's a show that's already on right yes, okay. these are shows gotcha, that gotcha, are already gotcha, on gotcha. i just wanted to give you a palate cleanser of some of the things that are coming back gotcha. that you should probably watch okay um things that i'm excited about veronica mars is coming back i don't know if there are any marshmallows in the building i am my mother is the, it's it's so good. Okay, so you're giving me the look like what's a Veronica Mars? No, no, no. I remember the original Veronica Mars. Love it. Um, and I feel like I watched maybe a season, mm-hmm. and then I was like, yeah, I'm kind of just over this. Um, but in but in fairness, I was also I loved Buffy, and I just felt mm. like my my mind at the time didn't have room for two little white girl heroines that I should be caring about what's going on with their convoluted ass lives while they're also doing some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Buffy kind of won out because, you know, vampires. Yeah, so say one didn't have vampires and werewolves. No. Exactly. And, no. and I'm kind of into, <laughs> you know, vampires and werewolves. So, so it wasn't necessarily that I thought it was a bad show. Actually, like I said, I watched the whole first season. It was good. I just didn't have the capacity to care. <laughs> I did <laughs> for both because I liked Buffy, but I also yeah. like Veronica Mars. Um, for those of you that don't really know about Veronica, she is a teen from La Laguna Beach type um, California. She becomes a private investigator because her best friend is killed. Um, her father is a sheriff at the time. However, he looked at the father of the dead girl as the murderer. And that is not who killed that girl. Um, he was then ostracized. He became a private investigator. She also became a private investigator, went and took the test, all that good stuff. And while she is solving the murder, because spoiler alert, she does, um, she's also solving little crimes as well. She uses that to pay for college. She wanted to go to, I believe, Yale. Um, she didn't go to Yale. She ended up staying and going to uh, Neptune College, and then she went to, I believe, Harvard, because I also went and saw the movie as well. Yeah, there's a movie. Um, Veronica's back. I actually read the books. I don't think that this, the um, series, is going to be anything about the books. Okay. I think it's going to be a separate thing. However, it'll weave in certain things. But is it going to be like a continuation? Yes. Like from, so, so she's going to be old. Yeah. She's old. Everyone's coming back. Um, Kristen Bell is playing Veronica. Um, Enrico Catalano, um, her father, Keith Mars, Francis Capra, I believe I'm saying that right. Or probably not. Sorry. Weevil is coming back. Jason Doring. Logan is coming back. I don't like Logan, but everyone seems to, so that's happening. But yeah, everyone's coming back. I'm really excited about that. Um, If you were a fan of Veronica Mars, come on back. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Veronica Mars famously is one of those shows that was canceled too early and grew a gigantic fan base, and the fan base actually over time mm-hmm. got the show to come back. Well, they they got a movie that was basically crowdfunded and mm-hmm. then from the crowdfunding now they're actually getting a follow-up series. But the original Veronica Mars was canceled in the early 2000s. Um 
I want to say, what, like 2005, 2006? It, it was on UPN from 2004, and then when UPN turned into um, CW, CW, it was 2006. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's one of those shows, not unlike Firefly slash Serenity, where the fan outcry kind of, <coughs> excuse me, got it revived years later. Mm-hmm. You die? Yeah, he's <laughs> Eric's over here just dying. Jeez. I blame the trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> that you wouldn't share? Right. Yeah. You yeah, it's called a I ate it all. There. No regrets. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <clears throat> no, 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 you're fine. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, little blonde girl. Well, not anymore. Well, yeah, Kristen, like Chris, Kristen Bell is damn near forty. Which, yeah, but she's tiny. She, she still looks like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Like you watch the Enterprise commercials, mm-hmm. and they're they're <laughs> hilarious. Like I'm like, oh, she's so funny and adorable and cute and quirky. Now, real life, she's probably like the, a raging bitch, but no, no, she no, does no. a great she's, job. She's, she's Listen, very nice. Apparently, I say because she looks amazingly sweet. That's the say. Like that's her. Like also she, famous from the Good Place, which is yes. an amazing show. If you don't watch the Good Place, watch that. Yeah. Still doing that. Still. Oh. doing in a good place as well. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, no, she definitely comes across like the type of person where like you wouldn't mind sharing a table at Starbucks with her Mm -hmm. and then you would like walk out with a new friend. Like that's the vibe she gives. Also famous for Frozen and Frozen 2 coming up. I don't okay, know why you I can't didn't bring support that. Up. that. Uh, because it's a multi-billion dollar we franchise. Were but doing, nobody in here cared about it, so we I don't... We were doing I watched good the first one. I didn't care, but I, I watched you, it. But now you're bringing it up, and nobody Because asked. that's probably her biggest role. No, her biggest role to me is Veronica. <laughs> that is, no, no. That is her most lucrative role. Right, yeah. That is a franchise that she is in that makes a shitload of money. Wait, which one was she? She was the other she's sister. Elsa. She was, yeah. she no, was, no, she's not Elsa. She's Anna. She's Anna. Is she yeah, Anna? that's what I thought. I don't care. <laughs> have you wait wait, wait <laughs> hold on have you have you seen Frozen? I'm not gonna. Oh, it's it's on that I'm not gonna list. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, it, it fans. In case you uh, were not aware, Manera. If you needed another reason to hate Manera, <laughs> she, she gives us so many. She has a not gonna list. Here's the thing: I'm not gonna because people after they saw it said it was better than The Lion King, and I wanted to smack everyone. No, that's just Ooh. stupidity. That's dumb people. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an it's all right not. movie. It's not better than The Lion King. It's not better than a lot of Disney. Like, I honestly, after finally watching it, because I refused, it was kind of on my not gonna list, but that was only because my two youngest children, who are not little, by the way, they were <laughs> they were already, like, one of them was already a legit teenager when Frozen came out, and the other one was a preteen, would incessantly sing the fucking song and it drove me insane so it just made me not want to watch the movie when i finally sat down and watched the movie i was like oh this I is feel like that's bad. a lot of people's reason for not wanting to watch the movie because they hate the song yeah i just didn't like even before it it's became like if you the... refuse to watch the lion king because you hate hakuna matata yeah even before that we when can't I be friends the... if you hate hakuna, hakuna matata though when i saw the trailer i just it wasn't and i've seen just about every disney yeah. movie that one just didn't strike yeah me. i mean it, listen it's if you get over your disdain for the song, which is what I had to do to watch it, it was entertaining. It wouldn't make my Disney top 10, but it was it was good. I just I for the life of me, I don't understand the obsession that was around it. It was but, a catchy but song. all that said, you know, good for Kristen Bell because yeah. she is adorable. And like Veronica Mars wasn't bad. Just, no. yeah, you know, it, if you if you were one of those people that didn't pick it up back in the early 2000s. It's all on Hulu, and you also have the movie. You you have a lot. It's not like um, Firefly and Serenity where we bitched and we got one movie and then nothing else. 
outside of comics and, I are and books. Sad. I didn't I didn't bitch about that. A lot of people uh, did. I did because I, I enjoyed Firefly, but yeah. I was perfectly satisfied with the ending of Serenity so that I don't need any more. Like I still see people constantly talking about how they need to make more. No, I'm fine. I'm fine yeah, with it. Yeah, it's it's okay one way or the other. The, yeah. the movie was great. Chew Hell Edge of Four showed up, he chewed up some scenery, he was a great bad guy. He is I'm I'm perfectly happy with the way Serenity ended. Yeah. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick her back up. We'll see. I would. I mean, if you just want like a leisurely, like I'm going to watch it. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a gotcha. fun detective yeah. show. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I like Veronica. I like her snarkiness. Yeah, yeah. You know? She was she was a little sassy thing. Yeah. So. And I was a fan of that. I was a little sassy thing. So I was like, oh, look at her. Was. She's like me. That's funny that she says she was a I'm little not... sassy thing. All right. Well. I'm not sassy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's is that actual actual portrayal of Monero. Oh, just saying. Just that's just not saying. nice. Cool, cool. So now do you have any other shows that you um, want to recommend? Yes, one more. Um, okay. I don't have Hulu. I steal my boyfriend's Hulu. But this next show is actually on Hulu as well. Um, it's Four Weddings and a Funeral. Not the Hugh Grant uh, Yeah, because you see my face. Mm-hmm, like, like, wait, what? what? <laughs> no, we're talking about now. Yeah, uh, Mindy Kaling is co-creating... <gasps> A Four Weddings and a Funeral series. Nice. Yes, with okay. people of color. Ooh. Yes. I'm super excited about this. Um, it has Natalie um, Emmanuel Masande from Game we of Thrones. We just can't get away from her little pretty ass. And I'm we? glad. Like, give me more of that. She's I, so pretty. Yeah, give me, give me all of that. All of, all of anything she wants to yeah, do. Yeah, I feel like I rag on, well... I don't feel like I rag on. I do have a tendency to look at people and say what cartoon character do they look like? Ooh. And who does she look like? She doesn't because she's <laughs> freaking gorgeous. She's but I mean, pretty. like I feel at the same time, like while I will be quick to be like, Oh, that person's kind of funny looking. I mean, how I'm funny looking. So I'm okay with saying that, but I am also down for giving beautiful people all mm-hmm. of their credit. She is dropped dead gorgeous and i'm just like oh little button nose and a little yes i hate you you're you are what i as a light-skinned woman want to look like (laughs) but instead i look like this you look fine with your purple hair with your pink hair no worries i don't look like her she's so gorgeous all right but i digress yes (laughs) um uh nikesh patel from doctor who uh resolution those of you that Watch Doctor Who. It's the most recent, yep. the season finale, the boyfriend that would be him. Um, they are leading characters. However, if you remember Four Weddings and a Funeral, everyone was basically a yeah. leading character. Yeah. Yeah, um, there is no small right. role. Yes, yes. Um, we also have uh, Guys Khan. You may know him as Del from Turn Up Charlie. <gasps> yeah, yes. Charlie, Charlie's best friend. Yes. He is in it, and I'm excited because I enjoy him. He also has a show on uh, on Netflix right now. Um, yeah, Man Like Mobine. It's really funny. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, let's add that to my long list of things. See, this to is watch. this is why I can't fuck with y'all, man. Like, I would not get anything done yeah. if I were to actually watch all of the shows that you recommend. Here's but the thing. I recommend them, and I don't want people to think that I don't go out and do things. I do. But, however, when there's a rainy day or there's a lull in my day, yeah. I turn that on. I have things in the background. My DVR is always full. Right. And those are the things that I watch. If it's something that I'm like, oh, 
that looks good. I'll put it on my DVR. I'll watch a couple of episodes. And then if it's not what I'm into, I'll either delete it or I'll keep it because if I'm sick, knock on all the wood, because I, I hardly ever want to get sick. Right. If I'm sick, then I'll have something to just put on my face instead of going and looking for something. Does that yeah. make sense? No, no, no. It makes perfect sense. Okay. I just, for me, like I'm always just in awe mm-hmm. of how much you can actually watch and then also the diversity in what you watch. Like, in fairness, I know that I just kind of like what I like. And so I don't have as diverse a, a following of shows as, as some people do. But, like, between you two, you guys take it, like, literally to a whole nother level with just the range of things that you watch and the volume of, of shit that you watch. And knowing... Obviously, I know you too well because we're doing this damn podcast, but knowing you guys and knowing that it's not like you guys don't have a life. It's not like you're like in some, you know, little cave just with the TV like, oh, I'm going to watch TV. I don't have a life and I'm typically in a cave. Stop it. It's the truth. It's not the truth. I have more free time than most people. And you go out. You do way more than me. Right. The, here, here's the thing, though. Like, yes, because you are single and, you know, ready to mingle. and your only child <laughs> is your pup, like, yeah, you don't have the level of responsibility that everybody else does. But, like, I know people who are single and don't have responsibility and they don't come out for sun. Yeah. And so I think that you kind of sell yourself short because you're always on some solo mission shit. Actually, I'm low key offended half the time. I'm like this motherfucker went to do such and such. He ain't even saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. just out here living his best life. Like, I wonder if the song is playing every time he gets in the car. Cause he's just going and doing shit. So you sell yourself a little bit. Oh, short. you mean like his Instagram yesterday where it's just a bunch of graffiti. That's real nice. And nobody got invita- invited to that. Where did you go? Look at graffiti. Annapolis. Fucking asshole. Right. Anyway. Mm. <sighs> um, also, but really quick, before we, uh, before isn't, we go isn't to somebody else. Jessica what? Williams also in that show? No. She was going to be. She was going to play um, uh, Emmanuel's part, but no. Uh. I think something fell through. Because I, I saw her, too. Mm. I saw her in the beginning when I was first hearing about um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Okay. I was excited about that, but then I think. Um, she was doing something else, so something else fell. As I, say, I know she was in. I saw Booksmart yesterday. She she had a role in that as well. Oh, it was fun! Really good. I can't wait to go see. She she may have been doing. Um, uh, what is it? Harry Potter. Come on. Uh, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, I feel it's either that or she might oh, be you in mean, the next. You one. mean number three? Because I don't yeah. think she was in Crimes of Grindelwald. I don't remember. She was. Seen her. She Ooh. had a very she small was with role. Nicholas Fumel. When, yeah. Um, Nicholas. And when they were on the, she was oh, on the newspaper. Oh, that's right. That yeah, yeah, was yeah. her. I'm yeah. sorry. I keep forgetting. She is apparently a massive Harry Potter fan and has met J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Well, and J.K. Rowling likes her. She. Yeah. I'm a fan of hers as well. Is a great yeah. human being for that, yeah. except the part where she's actually met J.K. Because fuck that. I wouldn't meet J.K. But I digress. Anyways, um, Hufflepuff bitch. All right. Um, anywho, <laughs> before I yeah, before we turn it over to Eric, um, when they see us is on Netflix. Um, what next is that? week, uh, it's about three or four boys that were unfairly imprisoned um, at a very young age, and they is, is that the one about the senator? The not the the Central Park Five. The yeah, because that's an instantly what came to mind for yeah. me when you yeah. said it, like a Central Park yeah. Five. Oh, yeah. So I know they they put out something about the Central Park Five. I think it was an HBO documentary, oh, right? So. But no, this is on Netflix. I'm not going to watch because um, I don't need to. But right, because that's the type of stuff that makes do. you want right. to burn some shit yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other people do. 
Not me, though. I need to. I would do want to watch the Central Park Five one though to find out if they talk about the president and his involvement in the Central Park Five. They have to took there's, out a full page ad. Yeah, um, there's no way you can talk about that story and not mention that. You know, the racist ass orange guy that's in the the White House right now. Just saying. Hey, hey, he's not racist. You know, black people. What do What do you have to lose? He's making some of it his better. best cabinet members are black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 black unemployment rate is lower than it's ever been thanks to him. How could he possibly be racist? Okay, yeah, moving anyways, right along. Go ahead, uh, Eric. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. So, the president ain't shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen. We love America. Before somebody starts trolling yes, our damn no. social media, we love America. We just want better. America. Hashtag we not my better. president. Uh, yikes. So, your Eric, show's well, good? Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> Eric came in fucking extra spicy today. Caliente. What, what was in that mix? That trail mix? Right. <laughs> Obviously, some fire. Mm-hmm. Fire was in that trail mix. I think it was mostly pineapple and yogurt. Oh. It's pretty good. And shade. But Obviously, you, that was one of those ingredients. Share. It was a little dry, but I, I almost died. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Eric, like same kind of same deal with you. Um, you know, I always am looking forward to y'all's recommendations because most of what I watch comes from something one of you two recommended. So what, I mean, cause obviously we know there's a lot of stuff coming up in the fall season, but we are not going to touch that cause it ain't fucking fall yet. Like we're sticking to summer stuff. What should we be watching? Uh, well, my shows, both of my recommendations are going to be on Amazon. So if you have Amazon prime, one start using your Amazon prime for, Shows they have amazing shows on Amazon Prime, including mm-hmm. Patriot and Hana and uh, is Hana the good? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay, it's pretty good. But a lot of people have Amazon Prime yeah. just for the shipping and don't use it. There, there's multi million dollar shows that Get are amazing. Your life together. Amazon Me. is taking over the world, and I'm okay with it. I yeah. used to do that, and then I was like, wait a minute. I can watch all of these BBC shows for nothing? Yeah. Well, I mean, just the original content as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, my first is actually the adaptation of um, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's novel, Good Omens. Um, It came out in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, and it is about the biblical apocalypse. Yay. Uh, Basically, it is about... (laughs) That always sounds like a fun party, (laughs) and I'm there for those parties. It's uh, starring Doctor Who alum, David Tennant. And um, Michael Sheen, who also was in an episode of Doctor Who. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Because you said Doctor Who alum, like he's not your secret man crush boyfriend. Because everyone knows you love David Tennant. I love David Tennant. I would say my favorite doctor is 12. I mean, Peter Capaldi. My favorite doctor is Matt Smith. (laughs) We're talking about doctors. (laughs) I, I love all of them equally. Some get more love, like I've Peter spoken Capaldi. about mine, so there's no need to repeat. But yeah, whatever. basically, it is David Tennant and Mike and Michael Sheen, not to be confused with the other Sheens. Um, <laughs> Wait, he's because he's not related he's not to those really, Sheens. No, he is very English. That's what I thought. Like laughably so. Um, yeah, they are playing an angel and a demon who are tasked with delivering the Antichrist. And due to some, a mix-up, the Antichrist gets lost, and they spend several years um, raising the wrong child. Ooh, Basically, that sounds fun. Yeah, they, they try to teach the kid, you know, good and bad to see how he turns out, and then they find out later on that they've actually been teaching the wrong child for 11 years, and they have a few short months to work it out before 
the you know they've already dispatched the four horsemen and right. the biblical apocalypse begins basically they met during the garden of eden mm-hmm. when uh, crowley who is david Tennant's character and Azuraphale, who is michael sheen's character meet to basically watch the events of the garden of eden gotcha um and they over the eons kind of become best friends begrudging best friends doing things on earth so i love everything about what you're saying yeah they kind of become friends for their love of earth they don't like each other's organizations but like they come to realize that you know if if heaven or hell wins you don't get the great things that you get on earth you don't get the books you don't get the food you don't get the culture it's all you know one or the other so they decide you know we're gonna try to delay or stop the apocalypse the trailer looks it looks it really, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. And it, it they've expanded on the book a little bit. You have some other characters. You have new people, and you have a lot of a lot of big name actors like uh, John Hamm is in it as the Archangel Gabriel, um, who also does no wrong in my book. Just yeah, Ham 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 gets it right. Right, he less, knows when to less overact. handsome Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Does no wrong in He's my book. He's just American Michael Fassbender. He well, no, but see, but here's the thing: because Michael Fassbender is like, like I feel like he's definitely a more serious kind of guy than than Ham is. Um, so to me, like they they look alike, but their personalities, or at least in the roles that they select, are so opposite. I think the thing is, Ham gets it. Like he he knows yeah. when to right. ham it up. Oh mm. my gosh, he's I love. He's in on the joke yeah. always. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you did you did you want something for that dad joke that you did? I I have my own rim shot. You did it. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> don't, don't let me fuck with the editing software. I'll put one in a, a, a real one. But but here's the thing, though. The only thing that kind of concerns me um, about this show because I've seen the previews and I've been kind of excited about like, okay, this could be something that I could actually put in my list my my whole long list of like three shows that I actually follow Mm -hmm. um like this could be one of them but i feel so let down by the other neil gaiman adaptation in american American gods because season one was amazing and and then like i had never read the book and after watching season one like literally borrowed the book from eric i'm like i need to read this like this is amazing and read the book and i'm like this is amazing it's such a great book and like i can't wait for season two and then it's like the producers came in the room we're in right now pulled their pants down, climbed up on this table, and after eating two Chipotle bowls and a burrito, took a shit right on the table. That's and that's the best way to describe season two of, of, of American Gods. So I'm a and little... A right. And that's another classic Maria metaphor. Right. <laughs> Doo-doo on the table. Season three. <laughs> Hot, too. You can like see the Chipotle spices. Why? Like, right? Why? I'm Why? just saying. So, okay, here, let me... Okay, that's the problem with shows like American Gods is, one, you had a lot of mix-ups. After the first season, you had the showrunners leave. Then you had a showrunner change again. Yep. One, Good Omens is technically a miniseries. I believe it's only six episodes total. Okay, okay, that's that's a good sign. Neil Gaiman is the writer and showrunner of the show. So he has, like all top authority on what happens in the show. And, you know, he wrote it. Unfortunately, Terry Pratchett died in the 90s, so he'll never get to see the show. But he, Gaiman has said that he's paid a lot of attention to try and, you know, bring to the screen what him and Pratchett wrote. Okay. So he's the showrunner. They've got a great cast. Um, and, again, it, it's just a great concept. Um, as a fair warning to some of the more religious people, it is not... 
like they they speak a lot about the book of revelations but the 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 thing that they're following in the show is actually a completely made up book um called the the nice and accurate uh prophecies i'm probably getting this wrong but i know it's the nice and accurate accurate prophecies of agnes nutter who was a witch in like the 14th century so they do touch on the the basics of like the book of revelation and all of that but then they they mostly follow the prophecies from this book that's not real okay so I mean, at the point that you said that Neil Gaiman is actually involved, I feel a little bit better because... Yeah, I watched a lot of his interviews when they showed a bunch of stuff at Comic-Con last year, and he was he was very adamant about the spirit of the book and trying to make it as, as relatable well, as possible. Why the fuck couldn't, be the, couldn't he be that adamant with Showtime with the spirit of his other book? stars. I mean, yes, yeah, stars, sorry, not Showtime, stars. Like, y'all... Ugh. You know a lot goes into that. Yeah. Ugh. And I think I think him just you know this being a miniseries, he was able to kind of sink his teeth into it more because he's still writing all the time. He writes comics, he writes novels. He's a busy guy. No, I get it. I just I think that he is the like the perfect example of what we were talking about when we were talking about Game of Thrones and the idea that when you're doing a show, you know, obviously you should do if you're going to base it on written like on a written source, a written book, comic, whatever, like it should be done and you should know the beginning and the end of the story as you're writing it. Yeah. But at the same time, like... Don't start the show while your book's not finished. No, never that. But like in the case of American Gods, it's like the book was done, but technically the book, if they followed the book, could have given you... It should have been a much shorter thing. Right. It could have given you maybe two seasons tops and it would have been two seasons of like of quality a, material exactly mm-hmm. because you would have been able to get everything from the book like literally by the end of season one based on where they ended up and then looking at where that point is in the book you'd be like how the fuck are they getting a whole nother season and then yeah. not only did they get a whole nother season but like isn't it poised for like a season three like i stopped watching mm-hmm. mid-season i was just i rage quit it i believe like, it I did get renewed it's, already yeah it's season three. yeah like there isn't enough material in the book no. To to create more than two seasons that are actually quality. Because now you're just giving me bullshit and fluff on the screen for the sake of keeping your show running and making money. You and you've ruined something beautiful. You didn't like Dead Wife having oh a more... God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you they... know how you need to have those excuses to put people on screen, people that look a certain way on screen? Mm-hmm. Because really, there aren't that many people in the whole entirety of the story mm-hmm. that look like her. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, white women. There are not that many white women in the entirety of the story. And certainly, they don't get a whole lot of story time mm-hmm. in the story. So how do we give this adorable little white woman more screen time? Oh, let's just make up a whole nother fucking story for her. Like, oh! Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they gave her her own subplot in the first season. I was like, I don't, I don't need to know more about you. We don't, and She's also it doesn't, with, uh, it doesn't even add anything to the story. Nope, they just try to. She redeem doesn't her even as a go character. here. She, like, that's she, how I she felt. Went do for a do few, you go but, here? Right. <laughs> oh. I, just, I just have a lot of feelings. I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> that's that's how that entire subplot felt. So it left me kind of bringing it all back full circle. Like it left me very like leery when I saw the preview for for Good Omens. Like, ooh, that looks fun. And then it's like Neil Gaiman, and I was like, oh, I've been burned here before. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> not as bad as other authors that I'll talk about in a little bit, but he he puts his name on a lot of stuff 
but he's usually a bit more involved. Um, moving right along, um, one Good Omens comes out um, next week. On w- w- when you're hearing this, it'll be the 31st of May or I'm 30th. It. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, the 31st. Yeah, yeah. Friday, mm-hmm. um, and it is on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure if they're releasing all the episodes at once or if they're doing it as a weekly thing, but uh, it'll be on Amazon Prime. I know you don't like this, Eric, but I really do hope they release all of it at once and I can Same. just watch it. Something like this I would take in that in that format where I could watch them all at once because I know there's a definitive beginning, middle, and end. I don't want to, like, if it's going to be another season, I would like it to be stretched out a little bit so I feel like I'm not wasting a whole day just binging this one thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because that's what it ends up feeling like a lot. And yeah. I'm just like, uh. But, I mean... I bitched about it, but, like, even finally getting to the end of Doom Patrol, like, I am glad that I had to wait, you know, weekly to know what was going on. I just think it depends on the show. Like, Yeah, I, I feel like shows like, shows rather, like that, I'm, I'm good weekly. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to, like, I feel like a lot of times, I might have said this before, shows like that, I feel like if I binge the entire thing, 12 episodes in a day, one, I've wasted an entire day, and two, I feel like I haven't given each episode enough you know, an opportunity to sink in. Yeah, I'm that's just picking a really up good point. The big plot points, but I'm not seeing like the Easter eggs and things like that. Bringing it back around, uh, he said he'd waste a whole day. What, Twelve hours. What you, what you doing? You got you got other things planned? Because you Maybe. said you didn't have anything. I I don't, but I, I have time to give mm-hmm. other things. Maybe I want to read a book as well. Maybe I want to walk my dog. Maybe I want to go catch a movie. But you ain't have nothing planned. Right. I don't have plans. You, I have, you, I have you things no that life. occupy time. You got no life. Remember? Yeah. I don't have a life. I have things that occupy my time. Basically, I'm saying Eric is bullshit. I am not bullshit. <sighs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Anywho. But go ahead. All right. So one? Good Omen sounds amazing. Um, May 31st. All right. Enjoy that. Uh, moving right along, another adaptation, but this time of a comic book, also on Amazon Prime, which will be um, The Boys, based on the Garth Ennis comic, um, written by Garth Ennis, the writer of Preacher. And drawn by Derek Robinson, the, right, uh, the artist behind Transmetropolitan, which is probably my all-time favorite book. Really? Yep. Huh. Spider-Jerusalem, Man of the People, um, and is hilariously um, relevant to this time with corrupt politicians and whatnot. Read Transmet if you haven't. Um, yeah, The Boys is based on the comic by Garth Ennis. It is about a CIA hit squad. Not kind of a hit squad, more of a... Um, a disciplinary A disciplinary unit. squad, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the premise is that in this world, superheroes and supervillains exist, and they interact with people, um, normal lay folk, on a daily basis, to good and bad degrees. So you have a, a prominent team of superheroes called the Seven, which are basically the Justice League, the, the Avengers, whatever you want to call them. Um, and they are... They have a public-facing persona, but in reality, they're they're not accountable for their actions. They're not accountable for the things they do, and they're just kind of generally shitty people because of their powers. Oh, so Makes sense. yeah, you you have the main character of the Butcher, who is played by Carl Urban, who is sci-fi alum, who is in everything from and Judge Dredd to Star Trek mm-hmm. to Thor Ragnarok. He's in everything. Wow. Um, he is the butcher and he is basically tasked with kind of putting a level of control to superheroes. Um, he then recruits his own team, including Huey, who in the comics is drawn and with the, the consent of drawing to look like, um, English actor Simon Pegg from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. He actually is one of the, the creative consultants on the original book 
And when they went to film the show, the, the comic started coming out in the early 2000s. So when they went to do the show, he was too old to play the character. So I believe he plays the character's father in like an episode or two. So it's a good callback to him as the, uh, as nice. the character. So yeah, the character is based on his look and um, it's kind of cool. Huey has just suffered um, an accident where his girlfriend was killed during a superhero battle. And they basically kind of told him, you know, sorry for your loss. Keep it moving. So the butcher kind of steps in and tells him, hey, aren't you tired of this happening? Aren't you tired of superheroes running amok and getting away with everything? And we're kind of left on the ground to clean up their mess and move on. So he recruits him and a bunch of other kind of super people um, to basically put a hurting on superheroes. Okay, so wait a second. So when you say kind of super people... They they have abilities and they have... like. They're kind of like when you think about Batman on the Justice League not having superpowers but having the like heightened the abilities. knowledge yeah. and the the know how to take down super people. Oh, yeah. So so it may not necessarily be like other meta humans, so to speak. Some but of them have like type of abilities, like the Frenchie and um, Mother's Milk is like super strong. Um, the the female that's just her name. It's female. She doesn't talk, but. She is like super strong and can cut people with her nails, and um, she's kind of amazing. Oh, it's kind of hard to, to describe these characters without spoiling anything. But his team of kind of rejects is they they know what they're doing to take down a superhero. Gotcha. Plus, they meet a lot of colorful characters along the way, and um, much like Garthinus's other book, Preacher, this one is probably more violent and gory than Preacher. So, if you've seen the Preacher show. This is, and it's on Amazon, so it's completely uncensored, so get ready for a lot of that. Exciting. I, you know, it's one of those things for me with these types of stories, like, they, why can't we get more stuff like this? Like, this sounds amazing. Yeah, it is, it's definitely over the top, but, um, yeah, it's something that we haven't seen yet on the, on screen. And Garthinus has always been a good, good-ish writer. Some of his stuff kind of is too over the top, and even yeah. towards the end of the boys, it kind of gets to that point. Um, but I, I think people will enjoy this. Even a lot of people will watch it for different reasons. You'll watch it for the violence, and you'll watch it for the story because they both kind of go hand in hand. So now, is this a book that is done, or yeah, is it, it is, still? It is in, over. In I think the last issue came out like three years ago. So if oh, okay. you go to your local comic shop, you can find the entire run of the boys in trade paperback. I think they go to issue to trade ten. Oh, so yeah, it's about a hundred issues. Yeah, I might. I actually am thinking about. Um, I haven't been to Big Planet around the corner here mm-hmm. um and you know as much as i really 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 love third eye like i can't sit here and be like i hate big planet because big Pan- planet comics is also pretty amazing and it's also hella close to home for me mm-hmm. living where i live um so i may stop through there and see if they have it and maybe pick up a couple issues yeah okay because i'm gonna see i will make again like you guys have given me some recommendations that can come into that like three shows that I watch regularly because <laughs> this sounds pretty damn good. Yeah, and that one also is dropping on Amazon Prime, so if you have Amazon, you know, you, you get it for free. I believe that comes out at uh, the beginning of July, so it's also, a summer y'all, show. y'all, just with Amazon in general, step up your Prime life because there are so many benefits mm-hmm. to Amazon Prime that people are not taking advantage of. Well, that you don't know of. I, I will say that I was one of those people that did not know that I could watch this or that I could buy that and then send it back or all that 
that good stuff. Oh, I, yeah. There's a Wardrobe lot of good, yeah. is awesome. Now they're competing with um, with Instacart for the grocery delivery mm-hmm. services. You can now order. They're, they're, I mean, they're competing with uh, Grubhub on the food. Like, Amazon's trying to take over the world, and I am okay with it. And go to Mars. I mean, not Mars, the moon. And you're okay with it for now until, you know, you until realize. It's bad. Yeah, until you realize that your your echo is is spying on you and Oh no no no, we, we have that's limits. happening already. We though. have limits. I I do not have an echo in my house and we will not have one cuz I do have some limits like I need to keep my my kinky kind of private. <laughs> I don't need Amazon spying with my echo on my freaky time. So yeah, no, nah, we can't do that. But they're in your homes, people. <laughs> they're in your homes. Stay woke. Oh my goodness! So, Eric, did you have any other shows that you thought we need to be looking out for right now? Uh, yeah, the another comic adaptation. Uh, I want to talk a bit about Watchmen. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Hey guys, Manira is uh, excited about Watchmen as well. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I didn't think that you know I just I didn't even think she knew who the Watchmen were. Like, yep. Maybe she's excited about this. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Watchmen: it is a double-edged sword because unlike Garthiness and uh, Neil Gaiman. Watchmen is based on Alan Moore's comic from the late 80s um, of the same name. Alan Moore famously hates Hollywood. Right. He's had multiple adaptations done. He has liked none of them. He didn't like the, the actual Watchmen movie that nope. was done? No. He didn't like the movie. He doesn't like, he didn't like the fact that DC Comics went behind him and published a continuation oh. called After Watchmen. Um, he doesn't like any of it. Hold on, but let's go back to the movie for a second. Like, not that it was legit frame for frame, but it was damn near frame it for was, frame it was of the book. Pretty close. Yeah. How about do you as close not as you like can get to it? something as wild as Watchmen, and that is coming from <sighs> Zack Snyder, who, you know, he goes over the top all the time. We hate him, but <laughs> I don't hate him as a director. I hate him as a writer. I don't Listen, want him writing things. All he, I'm saying, he makes pretty pictures. All I'm saying is, is that I purposely reread The Watchmen like two days before I went to see the movie and sitting there, we were actually together Eric, yep. when we saw it. Midnight and, show. And that's before the midnight show started mm. at seven. It was legit midnight. midnight. Two and a half hours. Oh yeah. my God. That next morning was so terrible, but it was so worth it because I remember walking out the theater and thinking if Every comic book movie could follow mm-hmm. the story as closely as this one did. Oh, yeah. my God. The few changes that they did made, like, yeah, people will complain that they changed part of the third act, but it makes more sense right. in the movie version. Yeah. So I just... But this... Uh, get your shit together, Alan Moore. Anyway. The the show is a continuation, so it takes place after the events. I don't know if they're going by the movie or by the comic after events. Um, it is a continu- oh, continuation of Watchmen as a story. So this is post, you know... Dr. Manhattan leaving Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rorschach is dead. All that good stuff. So it appears that in the future we have something of a cult of Rorschach. Yeah. My, my theory being that at the end of Watchmen, Rorschach famously drops off his diary at his uh, his favorite newspaper. Mm-hmm. And that basically his diary holds all the secrets to the events of the film slash book um, and all the conspiracies. So I'm assuming his diary finally gets published and he builds up something of a cult following mm-hmm. Um, also, spoilers if you haven't read or watched what, uh, Watchmen, Rorschach dies. Um, you've had almost 40 years. Get your shit together. <laughs> Jesus, is the book that old now? It is over 30 years old, yeah. <sighs> it still reads well, I believe well, it came out though. in 85, 86. And that's, isn't that crazy? Because it still reads well and it mm-hmm. still feels relevant if you read it today. That oh, yeah, is insane. especially today. Yeah. It's just like Transmetropolitan that feels more relevant today than when it was originally published. Um, 
Yeah, I, I believe it's something of a Rorschach cult where people are, are deciding to take the law into their own hands and find out, you know, who watches the Watchmen. And just, because you'll see in the trailer, there's a lot of policemen wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume some, someone is killing policemen as they were killing superheroes. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I listen. I, I was real mad at HBO last week, and honestly, I wasn't even really mad at HBO. I was really mad at the showrunners for Game of Thrones last week. But yeah. I am not mad at them anymore. I cannot wait to see The Watchmen. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be really, really good. And you, you've got a really good, strong cast. You've got Don Johnson, um, which I normally I wouldn't say is a strong so cast. Ex- I was low key <laughs> so excited when I saw him in the preview. He looks like, good. Oh, he, well. You know, all things considered. Yeah. Well, he looks about how I want him to, to look, look at this age. Mm-hmm. You've got Don Johnson. You've got Regina King, who yeah. is kind of a win in anything. Yeah. Um, you've got Tim Blake Nelson. You've got, um, oh, my personal favorite, Jeremy Irons as Ozymandias, who is the older Ozymandias. Yes. <sighs> yeah. This so, is shaping up to be real good. I mean, listen, he had, he had nothing but time since it clearly overlooked him for The Lion King. But listen, whoa, I'm so whoa, excited. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I listen. Just we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Anywho, but yeah, no, that that was really exciting. I I felt like he was perfectly cast. Yeah, he um, is he is age appropriate. He is yep. he is very English mm-hmm. and yep. he's just kind of creepy as hell, which is kind of what you want. Yeah, I mean cuz he's just he's great. Like when he goes eventually cuz you know, they all oh, go. Yeah. It it will be a sad day. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. All right. Well, I think. Er- well, wait. Let me make sure because again, all the shows. No, that's, that's is, that, I, is that it for you? I don't want to. I don't want to bulk you down with too much because I know Manira probably has like eight more things that she could recommend. I mean, Nosferatu. I, it's on AMC <laughs> June second. I'm looking over at her her notepad full of things. Stop it, <sighs> Pennyworth. Um, shout out to my DC heads. Yeah, I'm talking to you. A Marvel bitch is talking to you. Hot take? Uh, Hot take. <laughs> we don't need another fucking show about yes, Batman. Yes, we do. Shut your mouth. No, yes, we do. Don't listen to him. We I don't do. need a show about Batman's mom and what she did before she died. I don't need a show about <laughs> Alfred the fucking butler. I do. I want to know what he did. I, I don't know what need his training to, was. I don't need a show about Batman's fucking repairman. Well, you don't have to watch. Nobody cares <laughs> what you think. Are, are we getting a show about Lucius Fox, too? I mean, we might, and I'd watch that, too. Then you don't need to have TV action. Well, I do. So yeah, It's your it. fault. All it these bad be. shows, your fault. It might be. Yeah. It's your fault for Gotham. Yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yep. Whoa. Because That's somebody nice. somewhere said, hey, I wonder what Jim Gordon was doing. Hey, let's make that. It wasn't me. Okay. For it, the record, it, it wasn't. It could have been. It could have been. The first season wasn't terrible. Go yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> Great. They I just wanted to bog great. it down. I just said it wasn't terrible. They, they wanted to bog it down. Compared to what else was on Fox at the time. Who's this guy? Oh, he's Solomon Grundy. Who's that guy? It's Mr. Freeze. Ugh. Who's that guy? Oh, he's Bane, but not Bane. But now let's get Bane. You're yeah. not wrong. They did a lot. They Fuck they yourself. did. <laughs> they did too much. I okay. So you threw t- two out there really quickly. I will say that I'm definitely excited for Nosferatu because again, anything where there is demons. Death, maybe some vampires, sprinkle some werewolves, all the witchcraft. That's always going to be the stuff I want to watch. Zachary Quinto. (sighs) Yep. Not to mention also based on the novel uh, of the same name by Joe Hill, who also wrote uh, The Cape, which I've talked about on the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. So so I'm I am excited about that. But 
Um, sorry, our DC fans. Listen, listen to our DC fanboys and girls. Um, the DC app is like two for two with their shows with me. Yeah. So I'll give them that, but you, uh, I can't get behind this penny. Well, you have Swamp Thing coming out next mm-hmm. month as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? On the DC streaming mm-hmm. service. So if, if, if you got a couple bucks, throw it DC's way. They're, they're doing all right with their shows. Yeah. Their shows, their shows are coming along. And their comic movies, their cartoons, not their- Are always stuff. the best. Yeah. But, I will say that. But this Pennyworth thing. Shout out to I'm Batman versus Ninja Turtles. Listen, it was dope. You're my girl. I love you, but I don't know if I can get behind you on this You don't one. have to. I'm going to watch it. <sighs> I loved Alfred. There was always something behind him that I really wanted to figure out. So I think you're just maybe lusting old white men. Like, I mean, listen, there's some hot ones out there, but Alfred wasn't one of them. Like, I didn't get your. <laughs> I mean, there's that's not the reason. Watch Jeremy the show. Irons for also playing Alfred in the Batman versus Superman and Justice League. Why don't you just have sex with him? Like, why do you love him so much? My God. Jeremy Irons is amazing. Because he, he's an amazing actor. Like Second best diehard villain. Ooh. After um, after Cerberus Snape. Yes. Uh, Second best diehard villain. We're doing that? Just saying. Oh, R.I.P. That could be a, yeah, always. That could oh. be a, oh, that could be a topic that we, we talk about. About villains? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love talking about villains. Maybe. Who doesn't? Bitch, I might. <laughs> Don't tell him not, how to live his life. Right, not right now, though. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, y'all. We've given, like, there you have it. If you decide to watch crap, that is completely <laughs> your own damn fault because we have given you gold Ladies and gentlemen, we have given you good shit to tie up your time if you don't want to be outside sweating. Like, especially for our listeners in the D- that are in the D.C. area, you guys already know how summertime in this area is. It's too fucking humid for no reason. None. So you are going to have some inside time. Um, so Yeah, stay out of, stay out of the outside. Oh my gosh. So it's nothing like 95 degree to weather with 120% humidity. Nobody wants any of that. Um, so that said, like we have given you gold. Most of these sho- shoes, most of these shoes, because now that's what we're talking about. Most of these shows um, are premiering actually starting next week mm-hmm. is when yeah. a lot of these shows start rolling out. Most of these shoes are premiering too. catch us next week on <laughs> hot takes and hot kicks. <laughs> Well, I mean, Manira and I will have nothing to talk about nothing. on that episode because clearly it'll be an Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> Eric's shoe game is pretty strong, especially mm-hmm. for a man whose feet are as big as his. Oh, my gosh. OK. It's, feet it's, shaming? A, it's a tough. No, <laughs> no, she's, it's true. She's right. When you have feet as big as yeah. mine, it, it's very hard to find nice shoes that don't look like orthopedic fucking. Right. <laughs> and he manages to make sure his shoes always match his shirt. So guess what? It's very expensive. <laughs> But see, that's the benefit of of mm-hmm. this of not having this so called life yep. that you don't have. I have a have. lot of disposable income. It's not a good thing. It's not a good way to live your life. <laughs> I don't know. You have conversation starters on your feet, though. Exact all day, every day. And butterflies coming out of my wallet. <laughs> moths. <laughs> but my shoes fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's fresh to death, y'all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, next week on Hot Kicks. <laughs> Jordan ones are they really worth it? Let's find out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I wonder if there are actually podcasts. There, I'm there sure there be. are podcasts There's where people a just podcast talk about for everything. Show. There's probably a podcast where Other guys shoes. rate their farts. Like, oh, it was a bit meaty. No. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I be a guest host on that show? You gotta find it. You gotta find it. I don't want to be on that show. <laughs> you gotta find it. 
I'm just saying, you and know, women, out women don't own their fart game. All right. So we need to take it back. OK. Yep. Empowerment. If men can own farting and it can be like a thing to be like, ha, 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 I got this smelly ass fart or I just I just Dutch oven such and such. Like, why can't women own it? Too? And anyway, next How week, here? <laughs> next week on She Who Smelt It. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, I don't have this problem, okay? Because I fart flowers. Hot take that shit. I don't fart at all. (laughs) How about that? I'm just going to hot take that from behind the screen where I don't have to smell. Uh, All right, guys. Anyway. Like we said, we have given you gold to watch. Including your new favorite feminist fart show. (laughs) She who smelt it. That's, That's it. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So with that said, it is now time for Manira's Grab Bag. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. So um, our grab bag comes from a listener, Roxy. Roxy did not say that she needed me to do the voice, but I'm going to do it anyways. What up, Roxy? Hey, Roxy. Um, what up, Roxy? <laughs> oh, there you go. Is that is that the voice that that's, Roxy wants? That's what's coming out. Listen, I she, did it. She she might. I'm the she best might. man. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, um, Roxy would like to know if we would ever do a live podcast. What say you? Ooh. Roxy's trying to get all up in our facial business, basically. I don't. I'm not. I'm not big on that. Not at all. <laughs> No? no, no, because here's the thing. He's not big on it only because then he's going to have chicks sliding mm-hmm. into his DM like, hey, big boy. I've, I've had various experience on the Internet with my face being on the Internet. <laughs> None of it great. Well, it not all change. not all terrible, but still most of it not great. I mean, but it was it, that was also a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have definitely stepped your sexy up since mm-hmm. then. I, I famously have a face for radio. And Stop it. My, Whoever told you that we need my to radio voice is amazing. As I've heard. I'm, uh, I'm willing, I'll take that. I don't know. I've kind of heard differently. I've had some folks be like, ooh, but your brother. But also, so, I enjoyed I the know. ability to record this podcast wearing whatever the fuck I feel like wearing. That is factual. I yeah, don't think I that changes, that. though. I mean. She doesn't have her shoes on right now. Well, who the fuck is going to be looking <laughs> at her feet? I'm just saying. Listen. I look around like, who? Who? <laughs> you, motherfucker. Yeah, but. Okay, so. You got your toes out like it's a Tarantino movie in this Wait, bitch. Is that. Can I, is that seafoam green though? Uh, yeah. Yes, my toenails are seafoam green. <laughs> yes, it that is. color is actually really cute Thank on you. Thank you. It's china glaze. Ooh. Um, I have it, and I'll let you know what it is. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the. Um, oh, listen, is, I'm but. lazy and untalented. Yeah. I just go to the salon yeah. and be like, "Hey, make my nails not look like shit." Yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. and also please do something with my little hobbit feet, and they they seem to work mm-hmm. it out. So anyway, next week on Dem Toes Day. <laughs> Okay. No, but getting back to Roxy's no, no, no. Question. Getting back to Roxy's yes. question. This is how I feel about it. Um, I think that at the point, because I think it's even more so about being able to to, to interact with us live, mm-hmm. um, more so than it is just to see our not so pretty faces. So I think that Speak I would for yourself. I mean, all of us can't be pretty and smart like you, Manira. Sorry, some of us are just smart. Thank you. This bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I I would be if if our audience grew to a size where we really had like a lot of listeners that would find value in doing that, mm-hmm. I would completely be down, you know, for doing some version of that. So yeah, like if at some point we were big like that, where we went to like something like BlurredCon and did like a Q and A, you know, panel type thing. 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be uh, against that. Oh, that would be so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in order to get there, Roxy, we need your help Tell and your all friends, of our other like, listeners. Share and subscribe. Help. Right. Like, share and subscribe because that's how we know where we're at and and what should we what we should be doing. So, yeah, we Roxy, would love um, to do that for you. Please pimp us out cuz we don't like doing that. Well, nope. I'm I don't. Just, no, I'm just a hoe. Listen, me and Eric don't like doing it. You like doing it. No, 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 like no. I I struggle with like interacting with people and being like, oh yeah, by the way, I have a podcast. You should check us out because like the one time that I did it, mm. like my husband was like, "Bitch, get your life together," because <laughs> I was talking to um, this white woman mm-hmm. about the podcast and what we do, and she was really excited. Um, it actually was a bartender at. Um, Oh, I can't think of the spot, but it's um, a spot in D.C. Um, and, you know, we were having a conversation about podcasts and I was like, yeah, by the way, I have one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's it about? And I'm sharing with her and it's all going well. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm going to tell my roommate because I think it's something my roommate would be into. I was like, yeah, 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 because for sure, you know, we're the type of podcast that we're we're looking for people like your roommate. Cause mm-hmm. She had shared that her m- roommate was a minority. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's not for people like you, but we definitely want everyone to listen. Mm-hmm. We're just we're bringing it from a different perspective. And like I knew what I was trying to say mm-hmm. but afterwards I realized that the words I used yeah. probably weren't the best words it was like that scene with Justin Long when he was like doing like the porno movies <laughs> and, <laughs> and do you like pussy <laughs> yeah then not you <laughs> not you like that is definitely how I came across and I was like ooh, ooh. I have got to work on my sales pitch so clearly so Roxy, next time yeah don't don't go hey beat it whitey this <laughs> right. ain't for you yeah because it like I want I want white Just people more of a, hey it's for you like you can listen but we are actually coming, coming from this different perspective exactly. on purpose right and so like after the interaction like I low-key wanted to go back to the bar and like apologize to the lady and this at a third did she give you a dirty look like she yeah. did not oh, and she actually she like shared one of our tweets on her so like she got it but I definitely understood how the way that I presented it could have been a little like angry Latina black woman ish mm-hmm. and it didn't I didn't mean it to be. So I say all of that to say, Roxy, we need your help. Yeah, don't and all of our other listeners tell your friends, but don't yell and don't be like, hey, it's not for you, Yakubian devils. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly that is not my strength. Also shout out to the bartender for sharing our tweet. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If you're if you're listening. That story was about you. It was about you. You're Maria. not a Yakubian devil. Right. Maria she, felt a certain way. I she did. didn't go back and say anything to you. I didn't. Um, so, yeah. So, Roxy, all that said, help you and all of our other listeners help increase our listeners, and we will be happy to do something like that with you. Also, Please. Eric said something about BlurredCon, um, and I just want to follow up um, kind of along the same vein. If you are in the D.C. area, BlurredCon is coming up in July, we are not affiliated with them at all. I nope. don't even think they know we exist. Nope. But I definitely want to shout it out and recommend that um, if you've got $55, because I think the, like, the weekend pass is only $55, um, and you want to be with other people that look like you and are into the same things that you're into, you should definitely check it out. Um, I know that we're all going. I know at least two of us have committed to doing some cosplay. I don't know what a certain gentleman is going to do, but we're we're going to cosplay. We are. Um, And it's just an overall really exciting opportunity for, you know, people like us to get together. So, you know, that is uh, July 12th through the 14th. Yeah. 
that weekend. So it's in Crystal City, I believe. So it's not like it's far. You can even catch the damn metro there. Exactly. Trust me, if you're taking the train that day, you'll see a lot of weird looking people. Which is fun. No, you'll see even more people who are very confused with these weird people. Yes, it'll be amazing. So, yeah, come join us there. Um, Like I said, we are not affiliated. It's not like we'll be doing a panel or anything like that this year. But maybe next year. Who knows? Um, So, all right, guys. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? I got to pee. All right. Thank you for sharing. Well, the bitch is hungry, (laughs) so we're going to go ahead. Plus, we got to feed you and find lots of red meat because it is Memorial Day weekend. Yay! All right, guys. Well, as always, we want to thank you for listening. Um, If you like this episode, episode, I can't talk today. Because she's hungry. She wants appetizers. That is what it is. Let's get some poppers going. Yes. Okay. So hungry. You can do Um, (laughs) it. I can do this. I can do this. Um, But seriously, guys, if you like this episode, rate us, drop us a review, and subscribe. And like I said last week, like at the point that you are rating us, you can also drop a damn review. It's in the same place. So, you know, let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want from us. Tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram for the episode drops and the updates. The handle on both is Concentrated Pod. And like we always share, you can always give us feedback on the topics or topics that you'd like for us to cover by sending us an email at concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. And then lastly, everywhere that you can hear us is available on concentratedpodcast.com, our website. Um, So, guys, that is it this week. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.